0: Wow, that's so funny. Two Broke Gays. Two Broke Gays. Two Broke Gays. Hey, listeners. Welcome back to Two Broke Gays. You are listening to the podcast where you can see if me, Kevin Sullivan, and she, Jenna Cordes, ever make it in Hollywood.
1: Mm -hmm. We went with the classic. Um, We
0: have a special guest today. I went for the classic (laughs) because we tired up a news bitch. Um, We have a special guest today with us, uh, comedian, producer, Jackie Steele. She was recently elected to the Lesbian and Gay Advisory Board in West Hollywood as the first bisexual appointee. Ooh,
1: by pride.
0: By pride. And she is also has a show, uh, Triggered, with Billy Francesca on Facebook Live, right? Facebook yes, Live. I it's mean, you
2: can picture. tell by your very clear, dialed-in response that, yes, the masses <laughs> are aware there's a show called Triggered. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have been all up in the chat of that show <laughs> I I'm you
2: are like an honorary guest like honorary teammate of that show like every week <laughs> we, we look for results by weekly, not every week so there i go uh but you every show we're like where's kevin let's just dial kevin in
0: kevin you is go, in you that just chat. go in and
1: do a little commentary or what is it what yeah do you i do? basically like
0: troll the show but like in a complimentary way
1: like a positive
2: troll
0: yeah, like I'm, I'm always. They ask a question, and I'm right there with some fucking answer. And then Kevin is like, the
2: only positive troll on earth. <laughs> I was gonna what? say there's not many. Uniform.
0: There's not. How are you, Jackie Steele?
2: I'm good. First of all, I, sh- I thought the show was two bro condoms, so I'm glad you went, <laughs> went with the rebrand. I appreciate that. We
0: uh, yes, we named it after how we were conceived.
1: Oh my god, I was just gonna say that. You have to believe in yourself, you know. I'm
0: drinking coffee, so I beat you.
1: Yeah, you're
2: both very wanted. I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to I'm so excited to be with you both of you. I love you both. So hi,
1: we're excited to have you. We're excited to have you. So how is it going? And by that, I mean, you, when I think of someone who has made a lot happen during the pandemic, I think of you. Every time I turn around, you're producing or helping to produce a new show, very like active. So one, how did you how do you find the motivation? Yeah, Enjoy.
2: well, I thought you were going to ask me, how are you? And I was going to say, you go right to hell with that question. Um, I, I, oh, she uh, was actually
0: going to come with a bundle of questions. So it's my favorite thing to see. I
2: like to do one, a, like, peppery uh, this kind
0: question, of- <laughs> two, this also other essay. And then three, where do you I, see yourself in 10 years? I don't
1: know that I have. Uh, <laughs> when I, you're I'm,
0: done answering these questions,
1: I'm no Oprah, okay? I'm no Oprah.
2: <laughs> what? Uh, also, by the way. Um, this would be a much less, much less funny podcast if you were. So, um, I think, uh, you know, I kind of went into the mode, like in the beginning of the pandemic to, of like, okay, fine. This is just something different. Right. Because like coming from like production and events and all, you're just like, you just have to pivot constantly. Right. Mm-hmm. Also surviving my childhood. <laughs> so I think like when it first started, I was like, oh, I can navigate a new thing. And then I watched a few online shows, and I was like, "I can for sure fucking do that. I can <laughs> for sure do that." Yeah. Um, meaning, you know, both produce an online show and vomit nonsense to an online audience. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I we put a couple together, and you know, first I put one together that was called "Okay Zoomer," which I thought was just clever as hell. Loves
0: "Okay it is, Zoomer." It is clever
2: super fun we had a DJ for that show so it's like basically everything is just a chance for me to drink and hang out with my friends I'm gonna be honest like so that show I was like I'll book comics that I love we have a DJ everybody could just come and hang out like drink dance after and literally just put on I put on like my disco lights and we would all just hang and drink and dance I mean Kevin you were there a bunch of times we would just shake it down because like positive
0: troll was there again (laughs) Uh, I I got to do
1: one I got to do one yes you did yes you did
0: we, so that was I, fun I would stay and drink until like two in the morning. When the sh- like the show was fucking over at like ten, yeah. and then we are just like <laughs> listening to Madonna until two. It was great. I mean,
2: what <laughs> we were living our best early quarantine lives.
0: Early yeah. quarantine, like one of those times I even had cocktails delivered to the house. Who the fuck did I think I was? Right, <laughs> Who right. Who the fuck was I? A blueberry margarita delivery? Go fuck yourself, the idiot. Early
1: the early pandemic money.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I was still like living at my mom's thinking fucking rent would happen someday. Anyway.
1: You were old money then. No
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Anyway, um and let's... now
2: we're no money hoes, So here we yeah, are. Yeah,
0: seriously. Wow, that, that's really triggered something in my brain uh <laughs> it just got real depressed
1: I know I've moved from like oh like where am I going to order Postmates to like I'll just buy a whole chicken and chop it up really small <laughs> and see and like I still have my job it's just I'm like what did I do here with my finances um but yeah don't worry about me and my whole chicken we're okay
2: Is there, uh, I once went to I used to play on a queer softball league of course I did uh, yeah and- <laughs> Um, I'm sure you just assumed. she beats
0: the troll to it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I once brought a whole rotisserie to a game. So I was so hungry. I just grabbed it on the way and sat on the lawn by myself, like legs spread out like a kid, just eating a full rotisserie chicken.
1: Eating the chicken in public. I I mean, such nostalgia for what you've just said. I have so much nostalgia.
0: I would be, if I were on the other team, I would be like, I did not I don't want to go against. um Yeah, I'd this be like, person. she's gonna
1: fucking kill us. <laughs> did you see her destroy that chicken? <laughs> We're dead.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do not put a bat in that person's hands, please. <laughs> I love that. Um, I did gay tennis. be bones of really sure. chicken.
2: Like, would you say, Jackie? It broke uh, up a little froze. bit. I. I do you even need a shirt that says I played tennis?
0: Oh, honestly crazy. I was
2: asking about well I want to know more about gay tennis first of all
0: yeah true I I look like walking gay tennis for sure they're like that kid's definitely uh loves balls flying at his face uh my doctor says I can't have any ball- well there goes his her social life anyway um yeah I actually have the t- it was a uh, varsity gay league
2: were there a JV I'm not it on I'm just gonna say congrats <laughs>
1: Was there a JV? Um, I want to know. No, it was just a know. team tennis.
0: You, there's like literally you sign up. They have um, like a draft where you can draft your team, and it's anyone can go. There were like, there were kids, uh, like the brother was gay, straight brother, and they were like a doubles team. Like someone, I think even it's like mom was uh, his teammate. But, but you had to have one can...
1: gay player.
0: No, no, you don't have to have any gay players. It's just like a safe space for gays to play and be like, Oh, oh okay. fuck you, bitch. Oh, God. It's, <laughs> I feel it's like, I blast. feel
2: like they like coaches, like coaches on gay leagues were the original, like trophy parents. Like just, just sign up. We don't care. You don't have to.
0: Absolutely. You're doing great. <laughs> You're doing there, great there are three different levels. Like on the team tennis there, you'll have a beginner, um, like pair, an intermediate pair and an, a master's pair and then so you each watch and then once you're done you're just drinking on the side watching the rest of your team like (laughs) i've never seen people drink on tennis courts and people be getting fucked up on those tennis courts i did
1: uh, a lesbian volleyball in las vegas lesbian volleyball league it was pretty incredible
0: i want to do a volleyball one we got killed though every
1: time but it was fun and then you
0: guys get drunk
1: yeah, but not at the place like we would go out after because it was like right downtown Fremont area. So then we'd go to I forget what this place was called, but they had like tequila shots with like the little worm in the bottom or whatever. You know what I mean? Or there's that's like called
2: every dive bar in Vegas.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's <laughs> that's what it was called asbestos.
1: That's what it was called. It's called every single <laughs> bar in Vegas.
2: I, I was once injured in a. I don't talk about this often, uh, but I was once—I had a dodgeball injury that nearly took me out of sports completely. So the fact that I played anything—it was in eighth grade. There was a kid in eighth grade, Michael Richardson, full name, saying it. I think he was forty-six, just released from prison. I don't know why he was there.
0: No oh, one. Knows. I have a cousin named Mike Richards. Anyway,
2: <laughs> I mean, and literally like pummeled me. I used to wear the, the oh. banana clips, like oh, you know yeah. the banana clips back in the day, and he. Hit me so hard that Ooh. it ripped my scalp off. I was like, "I'm never playing a sport again for the rest of my life." Oh, yeah. Except Michael for the-
1: Richardson, you
0: asshole, Michael Richardson. W- w- what point in softball do you get to fucking run somebody over?
1: No, it was dodgeball.
0: Oh, I th- heard softball. No, no, was like- dodgeball,
1: Kev. That would be truly horrific.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dodgeball. And
1: okay. softball, he was like, "Ah." Oh!
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard softball those softballs aren't soft dodge balls are softer
1: um and on that note uh i had a question sorry
0: i'm a ball i'm the balls guy are you the balls guy (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) um so jackie can you tell us a little bit about the lesbian and gay advisory board? I don't know that much about it, but is it, did you run, did you run for like a public position? Like, how did it, can you, can you talk about us? What are the responsibilities? Oh, I'm doing it again. Okay. Um,
2: question ended. Well, to answer question six B from the earlier <laughs> portion of the show, I, uh, <laughs> part of my motivation during this entire pandemic has been to just do something to feel anything, honest to God, right? And so whether it's comedy or community, I, I definitely love serving both of those things. Uh, much funnier working in community than I am on stage. <laughs> um, but, but like, you know, I wanted to do more in the community uh, here and kind of expand some of the like work that I've been doing. And so I've just gotten involved in different things. I got involved with the Stonewall Democratic Club, which is the, it's like the country's oldest queer, progressive, feminist, political organization, Democratic specifically. And um, I got involved with that or that club, and so I'm the chair of leadership development. So we handle leadership programming and getting folks kind of, you know, um, involved and teaching people that you can get super involved. You can join boards and commissions in your community. How do you do that? How do you learn more about that? Uh, training people for that. Everything from, uh, you know, when they're running for actual position, like you know, um, candidate uh, campaign positions you know, campaign finance, fundraising, all that, all that kind of really cool stuff. Um, and so I worked with that club on that. And then um, I've been working with uh, city council member, John Erickson, for the city of West Hollywood for many Where's years. Where? Yeah, John Erickson. Um, I supported his campaign um, along with uh, another council member, Seppi Shine who I just adore, he was also on the West Hollywood city council. Um, and I did fundraisers and, and events and things for both of them. Um, and Kevin, you performed at the John Erickson fundraiser as well.
0: I did.
2: How did you do? I think that
0: was a really great show, actually. I remember that being like really fun and everyone was just like there to laugh and so supportive. And it was really great.
2: It was such a good event. And John, you know, it's virtual, right? And who's even can say that about a virtual event? But right. John sent out an email the next day and it was like, hey, just everybody had fun everybody mm-hmm. laughed everybody had a good time and also we all needed that because you know they're doing panels and speaking about all you know all these things so but yes yeah, so I got more involved with that and then
0: and they both well, got elected we both, both
2: got elected both both and both wow so just elected. going to
0: say you're back, by jack's deal bitch you're gonna win
2: <laughs> I so, just I to, to answer that question I didn't run for this position but I ran my mouth <laughs> 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 very involved and very vocal and supported very strong candidates that I believed in and there it's always easy to speak so strongly when you you believe it you know what I mean yeah and how is
1: it um so you're the first bisexual member right
2: yeah how is
1: that and 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 was that something that you noticed right away about the board that they hadn't
2: had (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah I have tangled with this board for a long time. I've worked with the board for a long time. Okay. Um, I produced by pride for the city of West Hollywood for two years um, until the world said no more of anything. <laughs> so <hopefully laughs> we'll be back. But, um, and so I worked with the board for a long time. I worked with their, you know, by visibility committee, I served on the subcommittee for that, um, just to help with buy pride and some other efforts. And there's been a lot of by leaders who have worked with the city and um, you know, found some frustration and found that they, they didn't have access. They didn't have a seat at the table, et cetera, Mm -hmm. as so many people do. Right. Right. And, um, so, yeah, so being, so I was very aware that there was no bi representation anywhere, really. Okay. Um, I think I have another friend who's on the uh, trans advisory board who is also uh, one of my fellow bi's. And so super stoked um, for her appointment there, uh, Michelleia Forbes. But so, you know, having the, a seat at the table, having, being in the room is is the answer, right? For any group. Yeah. So Super dope, super happy to be there. And the bi leaders that I've talked to are shocked, they're like, I've seen you go in about the lack of bi representation. I can't believe they wouldn't even want you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're like, well, we're gonna put our money where our mouth is on this one.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Jackie Steele. <laughs> <laughs> The no, big I think guns. that's great.
1: I think that's really great. I was having a conversation with a very passionate nine-year-old who I am best friends with. It's not weird. And, uh, you know, she is a bisexual identified as her. That's her identifier. And, she, you know, she was talking to me from a nine-year-old's perspective about um, the feeling basically bi erasure and sort of the feeling that within the lgbtqia plus community these are her words that she didn't feel that uh by representation was uh celebrated or fought for quite as hard and you know we had a good conversation about how uh like where that comes from and trans people face a lot more violence than straight passing by people so we had a conversation about that but i you know I was like, but your feelings are totally valid. And she was like, Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like she has started her own rainbow club at her school um, last year Mm -hmm. when she was eight. Um, And it's just a really powerful, like young advocate. But I think, uh, you know, I'm always really interested, especially for bi people or, you know, as a queer person, that's my identifier. I definitely felt excluded once I uh, came out as queer as opposed to diehard lesbian. So Mm -hmm. I'm always really interested in stories where, Um, spectrum identities are finding their place in the LGBTQIA plus community because it is a it is a particular carved out space and there is in community pressure and fighting which is sort of odd that there would be that kind of discrimination coming from within.
0: I mean odd yes like what we haven't seen forever in the gay community no like
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I mean It's so weird. I was thinking about this last night, and I was like, so, like, uh, not uh, kind of uncomfortable to talk about, but whatever, like, but gay white dudes, like, are all, like, such a fucking problem, like, a (laughs) lot of times, and it's like, we're the straight white guy of the gay community, like, it's just, that's how it is, because we've had, we have all the same privileges, pretty much, you know, being like, man, white, whatever, like, it's just the gay part that like puts us in.
1: Yeah. Economically, like, there's a lot more advantages to holding the, the white man card, you know,
0: gay, they, gay men make, they did a study like men make more money than straight, like men. Yeah. Especially yeah, there's white definitely guys. A
2: power and access power and wealth gap. And I think, you know, I'm always and Kevin. You certainly know this. I am always down for the conversation. If if a conversation can be had with someone, I will have that conversation. If mm-hmm. if, if people want information, they want to know more, they want to understand, or if they're just like shit, you know, I'm like, great. Do you yeah. want to know? And I'll I'll do it. Um, so I've made I made think- that
0: call to Jackie before. Be I mean, like, hey, I just like I have questions about these things, and I know this is like safe space. Like I know you know more about this topic, and I want to know.
2: Yeah. The number of people that call me, message me, talk, whatever, that are like, hey, are we still saying this? Can I say this? Usually if your instinct is to question the answer is no, but we can always ask. <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um, but then also like, hey, I don't know about whether can you school me on this a little about this. And right, I don't consider myself a scholar in any area, but I have access to a lot of great leaders and a lot of great information. I'm always happy to share it. So um, it's definitely important, I think, to be aware of lack of access and lack of information and unawareness versus willful ignorance. Cause willful ignorance, Absolutely. Um, but it ain't everybody, right? There's plenty of gay men I know that are like, well, shit, I didn't know that. I, you know, I talked to a friend recently and he was like talking about all this buy stuff. Cause now I've got him. He's like, I never even thought about this. I never even dealt with it, you know? And cause why would he have to? And fair, like, why would he have to? It doesn't touch. Right. his life. So, so I get that, but you can't expect everyone else to make your, Issue their life mission. You can, I think, ask people to be willing to learn, understand, and kind of embrace. So mm-hmm. he, um, he was talking to a couple of his other gay friends about, you know, bias and this and that. And I'm like, well, we just always assume the bias are part of the queer community. Like we just always assume they're with us. And he's like, yeah, but where? Like, where right. are they at brunch? Where are they in your friendship circle? Where are these conversations? So you're assuming. Yeah. You you want to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I had a lot of people too. Like God, I, I want to
0: buy they're... brunch now, though.
2: Buy brunch. Um, you can <laughs> wanna... buy my brunch anytime. I talked
0: <laughs> about wanting to date a buy guy for so long, and I was like, I don't, but I don't know that many buy men. And also, like someone was like, why? And I was like, I don't know. I really like competition. <laughs>
2: I'm not even going to unpack. We don't have enough time for me <laughs> to unpack that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, there's, trust me, there's a lot to unpack. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, I think that's, I got a lot of like people reaching out to me when I like came out, double came out on my, and you know, I don't think I get as many questions as you because I'm not as active and I don't think I am, um, like, I don't have quite as, I'm, I'm not as up on the lingo however Mm -hmm. when I did come out on Instagram for the second time I had a lot of diehard lesbians inbox me like DM me and be like I I wanted to date a guy after I dated a girl especially in Vegas the Vegas lesbian community was very serious about you better be a lesbian and it ends there or like you're out you know like you're not included in this and um so I had a lot of people from when I lived there message me and be like, I tried to go out with this guy, but I felt so ostracized from my friends, from my community that I ended up just breaking it off because I was like, it's not like the juice isn't worth the squeeze here.
2: Yeah, it is so real. I think I think you do know more, you know, absolutely enough to be able to communicate with people for sure. I do think your your use of the term lingo is a concern, but that we can address that in our
0: <laughs> But I think- It's, it's not, so not even the most just- I, trust me, that is the least of our lingo concerns with this one. <laughs> just that They're happened, just milling like, about.
1: Milling about is another one that creeps in. I've got a lot of um, kind of folksy Midwestern. The amount of people that
0: work in a yeah. mill with the Jenna Cordes is <laughs> astronomical
1: a lot of people milling about it like, a lot of
0: people just milling you know milling kevin about.
1: when kevin proofreads my scripts or he goes over them literally he marks it every time he'll be
2: like oh look there they are they're milling about again
0: yeah. let me just apple <laughs> f find all the millings and then just remove yeah i
2: actually do use a lot of those like random terms so i do love it but it does not you know being ostracized in your own community definitely hurts but i think I think one of the most important things that we need to or we can do in the community is to continue to just intersect and truly do that. Right. So like, yeah. you know, get to know a bi person get to know, you know, like everybody don't get me wrong. Cause I like very few people, but, um, <laughs> you know, get to know yeah, she was
0: not referring to herself in that. So do not DM her, but give her a Not an <laughs>
2: invitation to be friends. <laughs> yeah. I love my neighbor and not my next door neighbor. Give me some space. So like, I think that you can, um, you know, just be a little bit more involved, but by even by like having this scene at the table in terms of like the lesbian and gay advisory board seem to have a name change guarantee. That's coming, um, but, uh, you know, it, it's amazing how many people just don't know and that's okay. Right. Like we don't know what we don't know. And the problem is in this freaking fracking country, that was for you, Donna. The problem is that everyone thinks they know everything or that they're supposed to. And that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. There's not a scholar on earth who would tell you that they know anything and they're actual scholars. So like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you're not expected to know everything. Calm down, just talk, Mm -hmm. ask questions, Mm -hmm. get answers. And, and it's okay to say, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that's a
1: really big, I don't know. That's a really, uh, for, for me seeing this child kind of navigate this and uh, the access to information that, you know, she has in her world is very different Mm. than me at nine in the Midwest. I knew something was up, but I mean, we have this nine-year-old is you know
0: no uh, information at nine zero none
1: she's confronting classmates about like her feminism and and it is frustrating for her because of the vocabulary and the information and she is in class with kids who don't they don't have it yet and so that's a really frustrating experience but um yeah it's just really uh really great to see her you know kind of already be carving out that space and be like yeah. no this is wrong I want to be celebrated too you know she also
0: has adults in her life that help help shape that you know
1: mm-hmm. right I don't with think her you... as
0: she navigates like there's so yeah. many parents that stifle their children and and cut that information off
1: yeah
0: and and redirect like, and I don't their think kids. you make
1: a GSA at the ripe age of eight by yourself <laughs> like she obviously has yeah. help you know
2: that's still so so
0: got uh
1: yeah, it's badass. It's a badass situation. That's amazing. And, you know, I have to check myself because yesterday she was like, you know, I want to talk to my friend. There's a, a a girl who identifies as pansexual in the group. Mm-hmm. And she said, I want to talk to her because she's Asian American about how she's feeling about the hate crime. And mm-hmm. I I was a little like, okay, well, we don't know what she knows. I don't want to trigger this child. Like I was, I was more fearful of bringing it up
0: yeah. and
1: come to find out that this child was... Ready to talk, you know. Yeah. She wanted to talk about her feelings. She had recently been to see a couple speakers about the rise in hate crimes against Asian American community, and so she was. They're just so. I think the talking aspect is like super important.
2: Well, they're so much more open, right? And kids are smarter than anyone's ever given them credit for. Ever, I'll never understand that. And but that's why it's so important to like elevate our queer youth to hold space for our queer youth. I saw somebody post recently: if you were born after, I don't know, nineteen ninety three, I forget what it was. It was something so stupid. It was like, you know, if you were born you know, that after this year, I don't want to hear your thoughts on gay rights. And I was like, you need to be hearing all of our <laughs> thoughts on gay rights. Yeah. What are you? Well, first of all, who the hell are you? And I- <laughs> Why is 1993 the cutoff? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, so, so bizarre on so many levels, but I was also like, sit it down. You've got a Facebook account and it's not activism. Calm so, yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah. And jump into Google and see like most at risk for homelessness and like mm-hmm. overdoses and suicides. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. No, we need to hear exactly don't what. don't want to
2: hear it, bud. It's like, shut up. Yeah, um, um, really atrocious. Yeah. So
1: I, I know that we're going to lose you shortly here. Um, but I, I am just so excited that we got to have you on the show. Um, and yeah. I don't know. Kevin, what do you want to do? Do you want to try to squeeze in a bingy? Do you want to, what do you, what do you want to do? This is the segment on air when I ask Kevin what we're doing.
0: It's- yeah. It's, it's called, it's, I call this little fumbleina in Um segment. <laughs> do you, ha- we only have a minute, so we're going to skip bingy and cringy with you. We might do it once you pop off. Um, Cause she got a heart out at 1130, but is there anything you recommend our listeners? Cause just because we're talking about um, all of these things like that that you recommend they read or watch or any documentaries, anything uh, yeah. to help Where them. Where can
2: they virtually
0: access by okay. brunch? I, <laughs> uh,
2: if you, so number one, you can find have me at, at Jackie Steel Comedy and I can answer 800 questions. Like you okay, can, and
0: I, I will put it in the yeah. bio.
2: And I'll send you all of that information. So, a couple things. I am going to answer Bingy because I was obsessed with the one yes. on Netflix. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, and then I will answer the other questions, which are um, my friend, I wanted to say this to you also, Jenna, about this um, uh, youth in your life. Uh, Frankie French, the comic and just delight of a human, has a new podcast. It's called By the Way They're Gay. And it's a podcast that Frankie does with their by. Bi- uh identify daughter oh wow so, yeah it's super cool and so there's a lot of conversation on there there's some guests on there that talk about all those things intersectionality so I would definitely check that okay, out awesome. it's like at by the way they're gay pod um and they're spelled t-e-t-h-e-i-r like you know, pretend you're a queer and you get that. So, um, so that's the first thing. And then there's also something coming up with um, the organization Still Bisexual uh, out for mental health. Um, they're doing an event with Still Bisexual. I think you can find it most platforms and at Still By, um, but I'm working on it a little bit so I can always give updates to anyone who wants them. Um, but part of the programming will, I think, be around some of these issues and talking to youth and parents and things like that. So cool. there's that. Um, Still By is a definite organization to check out. There's a lot of other um, spaces and places you can check out. True Colors United, which works to end homeless, um, queer homeless.
0: True uh, Colors yeah. uh, is homelessness right?
2: for our youth. And Kevin and yeah. I sing a song every time we've, we've worked on producing those. They're fundraisers together um, yeah so there's a ton of different resources that I'm always happy to share and if anybody has anything that they would like um, brought to the West Hollywood community that they would like to share or have an idea on or I think they need some change on feel free again to reach out to me um, and I'm always happy to to talk and hear you
1: well, this has just been so great. I am obsessed with, uh, I'm just obsessed with, like you said, comedy community. I feel like this one veered more community because of my uh, question, Pepper Bank. But, you know, we have to have you back. She so was we...
0: locked and loaded with those questions. I was just, definitely... I'm so excited we to have this. you back for, for the comedy portion. We've got to <laughs> have you
1: back for the comedy portion. But I was, I was just so excited because we haven't talked to anybody who um, is, has that so... level of community involvement yet.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: thank you um, I
0: have a is.
2: community call I have to do so I have to okay. jump I will talk to you later all right. okay. thank bye. You thanks you. Jackie bye,
0: bye. Oh, Jackie Steele everybody you can find her Instagram at Jackie Steele comedy um, and then she does every other week Triggered with Billy Francesca and it is on Facebook live and it is just hilarious um, and you'll usually see me in the comment section there tearing it up um, all right Let's do a quick binge for ourselves.
1: Quick binge for ourselves. So, what was it that Jackie said to, to to check out? It was so fast. I think the one.
0: Yeah, I think. It's the what one. is
1: the one? Okay, do you have a binge?
0: It's the um, it's the one is uh, where they take your hair strand and they find your soulmate. What? Yeah. Is DNA an, based Netflix. dating
1: a real thing? Um. Oh my God! This looks incredible.
0: It's pretty intense. Oh, you know, what? I, I'm sure I talked about Altered Carbon on this. Like, it gives oh, me God. Altered you Carbon talked about vibes. It for
1: li- you talked about it for a long time.
0: Yeah, honestly. And I could talk about it every day for the rest of my life. But <laughs> I won't. I'm just looking for that guy in person.
1: So did you binge anything this week? Or do you um, want to do the intro? It's
0: Britney, bitch. I... This is bingey. Thanks, Brittany. Um, it's the part of the podcast where we talk about what we've been binging, food, drinks, <laughs> vitamins, f- rocks. I don't know. I, my brain is fide. Um,
1: Did you just say fide?
0: Fried. Fide. Yeah, I'm going to eat some fido after this. <laughs> I'm,
1: ba- I'm brainified. Okay, go um,
0: ahead. I have been binging. Dairy Girls. I know last week I said I didn't like it and I turned it off pretty quickly, but three episodes in, and now it's good. Like, now I'm hooked. Now that I understand the speed, Mm -hmm. because first you're like, I hate this girl. Like, I really don't care about how bad this gets for her. And then once you start liking the other characters, you're like, ah, I got it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's all I've been binging. I finished my pilot sent out to the group. So Woo. I was working on that a ton. And then I yeah. just binging fucking TikTok.
1: Right. Oh, my God. You, I don't know what you've done to me, but I have fallen down a TikTok hole. And I had to put my <sighs> timer set on it. I'm going to get into TikTok, by the Jenna, way. What?
0: Did I tell you? Did you see my TikTok? I did a, my stand-up joke where I talk about stealing my ex's Tupperware lids. Put it on TikTok called my ex to talk about my dog. And he's like, by the way, I think you owe me some Tupperware.
1: (laughs) He saw it.
0: Yeah. I guess he saw the TikTok. (laughs) Um, that's what, I mean, it's the price of fame.
1: (laughs) It is the price of fame. Oh my God. That's so funny. You didn't tell me that.
0: Mm, It happens like yesterday. So Um, it was funny. I was like, just the lids. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, what have you been binging?
1: So I haven't been binging. I can't necessarily say binge. Um, binge i can't necessarily say binge because i've only watched the first episode but i watched big sky um on hulu oh you know what else i finished matt james season of the bachelor
0: Woo! oh my god oh my god okay let me oh,
1: say one thing, about big, t- say one thing about big sky let me say one thing about it. big okay. sky big sky has one of the most twisty shocking endings I've ever seen in, in a pilot.
0: I love twisty shocking.
1: That being said, it is really scary. And it's like about kidnapping and it's, I don't like it. Okay. Okay. So, bless you, sorry. I didn't know what that was. It looked like you literally just like, I don't either. I, I don't, it was like, like,
0: maybe I do have allergies. My lips have swollen. Uh, you guys can't see them. but I, I have plump ass fucking filler lips right now.
1: Okay. Um,
0: Matt James. Matt James. God damn. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the finale, turn this shit off now. I'm so good about doing that. You really are. <laughs> As I pat myself on the back. Anyway, he should have picked Michelle. De fuck? But he didn't. And honestly, I'm glad he didn't because that that interview was so uncomfortable and I think it was so good for a lot of people to see and sit in that uncomfortableness.
1: Emmanuel Acho did an incredible job. Amazing. And not shying away from asking really tough questions. It was just, you know what? You can tell he wants to be with her, but he can't. And it was, I found it to be quite sad. I mean, the willful, willful, willful ignorance, I think, I mean, the fact that Rachel said, I didn't even think about it, not even once. That really stuck with me when Emmanuel Acho was like, "Yeah, did you ever think about talking to him about these pictures beforehand? And she said, to be honest, I didn't think about it, not even one time. I think that
0: sucks. Like, That does suck, but at least she was deadly honest i know
1: it's white supremacy not defending her in
0: any capacity no
1: because, no like, let us not <laughs> we are let's go on the record we are not defending rachel kirkconnell We are not defending uh <laughs> no. antebellum I mean, uh i don't even say the word antebellum let's call it what it is we are not defending
0: bands called lady antebellum there is okay well we don't have enough time for that but i have thought about every college party i've gone to like all of the things mm-hmm. i've ever done i do there was there was a fucking our school was on the news for a fucking party.
1: What what was it? Was it a Pips uh, and Hose?
0: It was called Compton Cookout.
1: Oh, come on. It
0: was the worst, but it was literally national news. And um, I was like, wait, I didn't go. I didn't even like I remember the invite or whatever, and I was like, absolutely not. Mm. And then I went to a BSU uh, Black Student Union rally right afterwards, like after. the okay. And I was like, OK, no, I have been. A, yeah, like, I
1: agree. OK. Um, sorry about that, listeners. We I don't have a Zoom pro. I'm just going to come out and say it. You're listening to a podcast called Two Broke Gays. OK. Uh, so we were talking about. Sorority fraternity parties.
0: In oh yeah, a, yeah. yeah. I how, do remember
1: at the University of Michigan there was like a, a Kim and Kanye party, and I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh I mean, granted, it's hard to get me to go to any party, so the likelihood that you talked me at that would be incorrect. But also, I think it's also um, also listeners. Kevin and I are not trying to act perfect. We're white people, raised. No, in, like, but
0: I was people. I was just thinking like it was three because that was the defense three so was like,
1: years oh. ago,
0: right? So like this party that I was referring to was in. 2008 when I was yeah, in college. Yes. So I was like, wait, and no, the next day, BSU rally. And then the next day I went to listen the chancellor speak about it because I was like outraged. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, no, that was 2008. We can absolutely judge people. And I was a young college kid too. And if, it's just fucking being that unaware is insane.
1: I know. And she, she, she sat there. She took it. I thought it was great that Matt was like, I'm not going to be responsible for your tears. Yeah. That, that was pretty big. But the thing that he was
0: coached on all of his responses, I think she answers. was coached. Well, she, her, she, she needs she to was fire that coached. coach was because when he's like, do you have anything left to say? And she was like, I just love you. I, I blah, 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 blah. There was nothing about, there was no like, and I'm sorry to like everyone, I am going to do the work. Like, I'm gonna
1: say to... that though, I felt.
0: And not in the final words. I don't know, it was weird. It was lacking something. And I think that's why I well, don't hug her. Like, I think he thought it was also lacking.
1: Yeah. Also, though, I mean, i have not, we have not seen Matt James shut down to that effect.
0: Can we not see his beard ever again, too? Because damn, I was like, this guy is so hot. I hate this beard and I can't get over it. I
1: was into the beard. I'm not going to lie. That beard made me want to just cut a lot. People
0: up. knew that he, they're like, that's a single that's man's a beard. It's a single
1: man's beard. It, and it sure was. He had uh, really sad eyes, though. I think it's just a really unfortunate situation. Obviously, I'm using the word unfortunate lately. It's horrible, racist, you know, but it sucks because. I wonder if they had just met regular, if they could have talked it out without all the pressure. Like, I feel bad that he has to lose something he, he wanted on top of all of this.
0: I do. And I, but it also maybe just this whole thing is value. Like maybe he would have bent more like, I'm mean, like, Oh, okay. But he, <clears throat> when he said, he said that they had a conversation, he goes, the problem is, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, we're going to see what like really yeah, happened. Yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. when these happened. And we, I called you, we had the phone call. Like, I had to explain to you why. Like, so she still... So, yeah, 2018, she went to this party. 2021, she still had to be explained why there was a problem. Like, even if it was just, oh, like, a second of, like, realization. No, bitch. As soon as you... Those pictures came out, you should have already fucking known. And she should have called him. And, like...
1: Well, I think that's, too. Like, he just couldn't... He It was like he couldn't trust her because she didn't... She didn't get it. And the level to which she didn't get it was like way bigger than he thought.
0: Yeah, that's she. uh...
1: It sucks, though, because they both I think when you look at them, they both clearly like each other. So it's just, oh, wow. He has to lose another thing on addition to like having one of the toughest like bachelor seasons in a pandemic first black bachelor all of that pressure
0: yeah but he's also losing something that he never actually had like true, my, true, true. he, he did he uh, thought- this is like the first big thing that they you know they've gone through and it's like the, this this is not gonna not come up again
1: yeah no because
0: she clearly doesn't get it
1: i was hoping i i mean we knew well we knew ahead of time because like we knew before the finale like what was probably going to happen just because of the controversy and the Chris Harrison of it all and et cetera. So we kind of knew, but it just- Good
0: fucking riddance, Chris Harrison. I went to his apology on his Twitter and it was a bunch of white people accepting his apology. And I literally jumped on there in all caps. I went full 60-year-old and was like, how the fuck did I know it was going to be a bunch of white people accepting another white person's apology for something offensive that is-
1: Yeah, it's not even their place to accept.
0: The Bachelor franchise is-
1: The Bachelor franchise is racist. It has a racist history of, you know, people of color, specifically black women getting cut immediately. Like it, it is it, it was born from this just like this dumbass country. It was born from this horrible history. So like there's going to be a lot of stuff like this, I think, coming up.
0: This is the first Bachelor season, and I. This is what's annoying about it is because I was like, and I'll never watch again. But I love Michelle and Katie. I know,
1: I do too. What do you? I thought they were gonna have to share a season, which I thought was bullshit. They
0: also thought um, that was gonna happen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can watch either one of them make out with a bunch of men's like because I I love them so much.
1: I just want Michelle to be happy.
0: I want Michelle to be happy too because I really. I really thought she was perfect, but I knew he wasn't going to pick her.
1: Oh God, that breakup with the jerseys! I was, I, <gasps> I oh devastating. devastating,
0: devastating. Oh. Anyway. Anyway, you've been watching the two final rows gay fucking podcast.
1: Yeah, this is a long one, but um, we actually have a lot more to say. But I guess it's time, you know. <laughs>
0: I'm just going to let you sit in that transition of whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess we have more to say, but we're going to cut it off. Love it. Yeah. I was just choked on my own spit. Okay. Um. We're going to go because our brains are fried, and we will be back on next week.
1: Depends. Depends how long it takes me to edit this. No, oh, I'm kidding. Um, we'll be back next week. You've been listening to
0: Puff the Bright sister. You know what? We will get back to a groove eventually, whether that groove is fucking Rocky Road or what. But um, you guys, check the links uh, below. We're going to post in the podcast and on our Instagram, Jackie's information and where you can find her. Um, Anyway, have a great week. You have been listening to (laughs) to two
2: broke broke games.